Time for some stock picks for your portfolio. Brian Lee is with us, Chief Investment Officer, Blue Zone Wealth Advisors. Brian, thanks for being with us. Before we get to the picks, just wanted to uh, get your market thoughts here. You've been remaining somewhat defensive. Um, your thoughts on the back and forth action we've been seeing too. Yeah, so it's certainly been a choppy market and I appreciate your previous guests' commentary and outlook, but we're pretty much on the opposite viewpoint. Um, you know, I, I don't see an accelerating economy. I see a decelerating economy. I see the Fed having tunnel vision in terms of inflation that remains, you know, very elevated. And I can't see the math other than massive demand destruction to get down to their 2% inflation target. Um, so on top of that, we just, you know, the, the previous um, guest said cash is trash. We're uh, total opposite there and think cash is a, a great point. Great place to be right now, just to be uh, defensive and, and stay back and patient and opportunistic when, if and when you know the, the next leg drops. I just saw a thing here saying U.S. car sales are at a recessionary level as inflation and rising interest rates and concerns increase, and that's according to RBC. Um, does that surprise you? No, it, it, and it really shouldn't. Uh, you know, the Target and Walmart numbers, those also shouldn't have surprised anybody because consumers are dealing with, you know, record high gas prices, rent continuing to trek up, food inflation, and there's just not a lot left to spend on discretionary items or large ticket items. So what you're seeing is, is the natural evolution of the cycle, and the cycle, by the way, always wins. Consumers are, are taking the brunt of this inflation, they don't, they've eroded their savings, they're levering up on their credit cards, and they're downshifting their spending. And so you're seeing these retailers come in with really high inventories, bad gross margins, and it makes sense because the discretionary items are where they're making all their, their margin, and those just aren't flying off the shelves like they were a year ago. So tough comps and consumers have shifted because of the environment. So are you looking to the stocks that you're looking to? I'm starting off here first with BAM, which is a Brookfield Asset Management, looking to real estate, looking to energy as more of the safe havens, things we need, things we use. Um, start with Brookfield Asset Management. Why is this a stock pick for you? Yeah, Brookfield Asset Management has 700 billion of investable capital, alternative asset manager, tremendous track record, has compounded at 20%. Uh, annual growth rates for for well over 20 years. Um, you know, there's a little macro and micro uh, pieces here. One is they they are a 60% owner of Oak Tree Capital Management that just thrives in credit dislocations, which we expect that to continue. Um, you know, the other reason is that they've decided to spin off 25% of their asset management business to unlock shareholder value. Um, stock currently trades at 50 bucks a share, or roughly 60% of management's recent NAV. So the street's at a buck fifty of FRE. We're slightly north of that at a buck seventy, uh, just because we believe that they're going to deploy or increase the velocity of deployment of their ninety billion of dry powder. You put a thirty multiple on buck seventy, you're basically at the current share price, and that's excluding the thirty dollars a share for the balance sheet investments, which they privatized their uh, former publicly traded um, Brookfield Property Partners, their real estate arm at basically seventy percent of NAV, which was a six billion dollar transaction. And they have basically a $9 billion of opportunity to close that gap. So as you mentioned, it's at $50 a share here, roughly. Um, where do you think it's headed? I mean, the high was 62 um, this year. So tell me, do you think it's headed back to 62? 
Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, north of that, I mean, we might we might come down with the market. It's it's not gonna up, um, you know move in a vacuum. But at the you know our thesis and and actually management thesis is as well is that hey, you're getting the balance sheet investments for free. And like I said, a big portion of that is the real estate arm that they privatized and they they took it out at roughly 70% of NAV. They've already monetized $10 billion of real estate at a $2 billion premium to that IFRS NAV, which which we think was at the time pretty conservative because if you dig into the financials, you know, a, a 50 bit move in, in implied cap rate actually generates, you know, four to 500 million. And we continue right. to see those potentially compressed. All right, let's get to Williams companies. Um, tell me about this one, a completely different story. When we look at energy, I mean, this stock's up over 40% this year while Brookfield has been down. Tell me why you like this one. You still think it has room to the upside? Yeah, this one, you know, we initiated the position early in January. And at this point, you know, we're, we're uh, in June and, you know, halfway through, almost halfway through the year. And we think we've gotten two years of returns in, in you know, short six months. Uh, irreplaceable infrastructure um, continue to benefit from the shift from coal to natural gas. They also were opportunistic back in 2020 and bought some upstream assets that um, they participate on the upside of natural gas. They also have price escalators to a certain extent um, that participates in the, the, the price movement. Um, you know, and they're also seeing uh, LNG demand uh, uh, continue to be robust and, and future uh, infrastructure getting getting uh, built out. So they'll participate in that. Um, four and a half percent yield at current price. And uh, just, you know, as as the energy trade continues to go, we're going to participate in that. We're getting close to selling it, but um, happy with, you know, Williams thus far. Understood. So at this point now, um, for people who are pretty heavily invested, should they just leave things sort of for the long term? Or are you thinking there's so much pressure on the markets that People should take some money off the table. Yeah, so there's nuance to that answer. I think anything cyclical related, um, I would start to lighten up and trim because I'm seeing a decelerating numbers. And you know, for you to be bullish there, you have okay. to really expect growth to come in. Um, so I would lighten there. But on the tech software side, I would I would maintain and hold because those have gotten uh, at least in the high growth space slaughtered. And I think you know bottoms are starting to form in that pocket. Understood. Brian Lee, thank you. Brian Lee, Chief Investment Officer, Blue Zone Wealth Advisors. Thank you.